Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Dope Mom Alone podcast. I am your host, Heather McFadden, and this is the place where I'm going to walk alongside you and connect you with people and resources so you know that you don't mom alone. In this episode number 297, I get the privilege of introducing you to my friend, Kelly Reese. She is the mom to five in five years. And I remember just a night when I was just, bro, I was just broken. Like, yeah. Lord, I don't even have the words. Like, I'm sitting here getting teary-eyed thinking about it. I truly remember that night. My God, I, I can't do it anymore. I cannot do it. And I can just remember just like the love of the Lord wrapping around, wrapping around me and me being reminded and the Lord just reminding me that nobody called you to do it. Let me help you. Let me do this through you. And the Lord began to remind me of all the pressures and all the things I had been through where I would naturally pray about it and lean on the Lord. God, help us with this. Lord, help me with that. Help me with this. And he was just like, you never gave me motherhood. You thought you had it. You never gave me this stay at home gig. You thought you had it. Let me help you. And I'm like, oh, you know, wiping all the tears. Okay, Lord, you know, just, but there was just this relief in this release of God, yes, I know you've called me to it, but I, that does not mean I can do it on my own. Do y'all have those positive, naturally, it seems, joyful people in your life and you're thinking, of course I'm not like them, I'm just not wired that way. Well, Kelly is one of those people, but she would even tell you that there is a story behind the smile, that choosing joy is something she has to do every day. And I think you're going to be encouraged if you're the type of mom who's maybe an achiever and you have high ideals of what motherhood is going to look like, you're going to relate to Kelly's journey and even her choosing to stay home and it will not lining up and able to be one way with people outside the home. And then her kids got a lot of the brunt of her frustration She's going to walk us through that, even choosing to go back into the classroom this fall. I think you're going to be really encouraged wherever you are in your motherhood, but especially you achievers, you're going to get a word. Let's get right to it. Here we go. Hey, Kelly, welcome to the Don't Mom Alone podcast. Hey, Heather. I'm so excited to be here. I know you are because you are joy personified. <laughs> I just stay excited. <laughs> I just stay excited. I, I really, truly, it's contagious. It's contagious. Aww. And and yet, as we were just chatting, there's a story behind your smile. So Ooh. thank you for coming on here and kind of sharing some of that with the listeners. I can't wait for them to know you better. So tell us, like, what does that mean? There's a story behind the smile. Well, you know, people who are close to me or know me or just anywhere in my proximity, they, they're like, you're always upbeat. You're so energetic. You, you know, you're up, you're, I'm high. I'm very high energy. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's true. I am. Um, but I do want people to know that the joy that I have is not just attributed to the fact that oh, I'm just naturally high energy. I'm just naturally upbeat, but that I have to set my mind on the things above, as is said in Colossians, in order to truly experience that joy. The joy is a choice, you know, and what you see is a product of the Lord and just yielding to him and allowing the Holy Spirit to shine through me. And I'm thankful for the bend of being positive. I'm thankful for just kind of being an upbeat person, but really I can't attribute the joy that I have to just, oh, that's my personality. You hmm. know, it is yeah. just, it's an intentional choice to really press into the Lord. 
No, I think it's good you say that because sometimes the lie I can tell myself is, well, she's just like that because God made her that way. Mm-hmm. I, this is why I'm so negative and critical and God just made me that way. <laughs> you know? like Yes. That, that, that's good. That's neat, Heather. Um, <laughs> so tell us a time, even if your natural bent is to be positive and joyful mm-hmm. and energetic, like was there a season? You have five kids in five years. People, yeah. hear it again. For those in the back, five <laughs> kids, five years. That makes me sweat a little bit, Kelly. You know what? I'm sweating right now as you remind. <laughs> no. <laughs> They're all running around. It's like a room full of bunnies. They're all cute, but there's too many of them. It's, it's too it's much. It's a whole situation. And even before having kids, so my background is in education. So I love children. And I love being around kids and all the things. But if I'm all the way just raw and honest, the season where I was not joyful <laughs> was mm-hmm. with my, as I started having I mean, more kids, yeah. um, actually having the kids was, that was a cool part, but they needed to be raised. <laughs> <laughs> taking care of them. They oh. needed to be taken care of. Yeah, yeah. And um, it was definitely a few years in. So I, I taught for some years and I was a working mom for some years, but I came home and I made the choice to focus on my home. And I had this mindset, like, this is what our home is going to be like because I'm doing this for Jesus. I've got these kids. My husband and I are on one accord and well, it's in the Bible too. So we're going to have this wonderful home. And when things were not looking that way, when I wasn't loving uh, getting up early, I wasn't loving the laundry that just never ended. I wasn't loving potty training. All this thing that was actually happening in my real life, I found myself sinking really deep. Mm. Thinking, but I'm the Bible study leader. I'm the youth leader. I'm the worship leader. I know the Bible. I'm singing the word. I'm teaching the word. And I know the word intellectually, but I wasn't feeling it. And so then that made me feel even worse. Like, and I know what to do. So I had very much a season of just being like, Lord, I, I don't know why you called me to this. And the lack of joy, I can call it that now, but in the midst of it, it was just like, this is horrible. Like, I don't like this motherhood thing. I love the people. I just don't like the things and I don't like what all it entails. And my prayers would be like, I know I'm supposed to kind of rolling my eyes at the way. I know I'm supposed to count it all joy, et cetera, et cetera. I don't like this. And the fact that I knew the word for a bit there actually took me a little bit deeper because then I felt bad for not feeling the things that I thought I should quote unquote feel. Yeah, the should. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it was just like, and I found myself, I could hear in the way I would talk to my kids just how I would overreact to things and how I would even uh, withdraw and I would be present, but not there short with my husband, just all the things that were just ugly that were never words that were used to describe me. People always describe me as you are so patient. I don't know how you now I'm everything but that. (laughs) And I was just like, "Mm, Hey, we're surviving, (laughs) you know, but it was a season. It was not a day. It was not a week. It was a whole season. You know, I can relate to what Kelly's saying here with (laughs) all the expectations and not measuring up and feeling like I should be more patient and not being able to recruit it. We're going to get more into what God showed her. But before we do, I want to give you a little peace of mind, a product that is our sponsor 
this week. It's Ancestry Health, and what they do is they give you an affordable and easy-to-use way to figure out what your genetic inherited health risks are. So they have the most advanced genetic testing technology, next generation sequencing to determine if you are at lower risk for some conditions like breast cancer, colon cancer, heart disease. Actually, all three of those my parents have had. So I am curious. I sent in my saliva. It was super easy. You just kind of spit in a little tube and send it off. They give you all the packaging to, to send off. And I got a message that the sample was delivered to their lab and they're analyzing it. And I will share the results on Instagram if you're following me over at Don't Mom Alone. Um, Cause I'm curious, I have siblings that I know I've studied genetics in college. And so there is a chance that even though my parents had those health conditions that I don't have a risk for them, but there's also a chance that I do. And I would love to, as a mom, I don't often do a good job taking care of my body. And so to know that I'm at risk for those may inspire me to take action and keep up with those conditions. If you're curious about what your DNA says about your genetic risk with Ancestry Health, you can find that out. Go to Ancestry.com slash DMA and you're going to get your Ancestry Health kit today. That's Ancestry.com slash DMA for Don't Mom Alone. All right, let's get back to my chat with Kelly. And how old were your kids then, so we can picture it? Yeah, let's let's put this in perspective. I, I would say um, my oldest was eight. Okay, eight, seven, five, four, three. <laughs> so it when I, I can't when breathe I, right now. <laughs> but the <sighs> thing is, when I say those numbers, I go, "Oh my goodness!" But in the in the midst of it, I didn't even think, "Girl, look at what you have here." I just thought there's something wrong with you because you're not the happy girl that everybody knows. The pressure you have, I hear pressure, I hear expectation, I hear mm. I'm choosing to stay home and I know God's word and putting all this together and my husband's on board, all of this together, the outcome and the expectation is a reality that I'm not experiencing. Absolutely true. That is, that's exactly it. And it's the expectation that I had for myself. Like, this yeah. is what I think it's supposed to look like. And I remember just a night when I was just, girl, I was just broken. Like, yeah. Lord, I don't even have the words. Like, I'm sitting here getting teary-eyed thinking about it. I truly remember that night. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I, I can't do it anymore. I cannot do it. And I can just remember just like the love of the Lord wrapping, wrapping around me and me being reminded and the Lord just reminding me that nobody called you to do it. Let me help you. Let me do this through you. And the Lord began to remind me of all the pressures and all the things I had been through where I would naturally pray about it and lean on the Lord. God, help us with this. Lord, help me with that. Help me with this. And he was just like, you never gave me motherhood. You thought you had it. You never gave me this stay-at-home gig. You thought you had it. Let me help you. Ooh. And I'm like, oh, you know, wiping all the tears. Okay, Lord, you know, just, but there was just this relief in this release of God. Yes, I know you've called me to it, but I, that does not mean I can do it on my own. That just means I know the direction I'm to go. Just in the same way, I am so sure, God, that you've called me to it. I've got to press into you and allow you to live this thing out through me. You know, and, and those things that I'm expecting, put that aside. And, and instead of comparing me to who I think I should be, he's like, no, 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 it's you. And I'm trying to shape you into the image of Christ. It's bigger than you, Kelly. This is bigger than you. Press into me. 
motherhood. I, Heather, I thought, I thought um, it was all natural, you know, like <laughs> you, you naturally yeah. love the people you naturally. And when, and when I was just reminded of just, you know, if the older women have to teach the younger women how to love their husbands and how all the things I was like, well, some of this has to be taught. Mm. So it's not all natural. So I don't, I don't have the little feel goods. Okay. And just being reminded that even in motherhood, that very thing that God has designed me for and equipped me for, and he's blessed me with the children, that doesn't mean I then get to take the reins and make it shine. No, I still have to lean in, but I had to come to that realization because I was in a pit. I was absolutely in a pit and it was just like, give it to me. And all the achievers out there. Are you a three? I'm a three. I'm a three. I I can lean pretty heavy. I'm either a four wing three or a three wing four, but I, I am an achiever. Yeah. And everything you were describing is what I experienced in the early years of motherhood of just, it had worked for school. It had worked in my career. I put energy to it and I'm successful. Mm -hmm. Here I am reading all the books. We didn't have podcasts back then, but I'm, taking in all the mops notes and I am finding myself not able to succeed and quote unquote succeed of like everyone's happy and joyful and loving and kind and picture perfect. Like I couldn't do it. And so I totally resonate with feeling that when you say (laughs) you didn't, you're like, you called me to this, but now I got it. That is a hundred percent. I took it on as my thing to do. And you saying, I'm not just, shaping you to be that image you think you need to be. I'm shaping you to look like Christ. Come on with that (laughs) word. That is stripping away everything that's Heather. And part of that is that achievement. Mm. So I feel that deeply. So you had that moment with Jesus. What led you from there? Like, was it continual surrender? Like, what does that look like for that mom, mom who right now is thinking, oh, I've never given motherhood to God. I've never surrendered it. Right. So it looked like a very ugly prayer. (laughs) I was just like, Lord, it's just ugly. It is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. And the Lord just taking me to Colossians chapter three, Mm. Colossians chapter three. And this was again, several years ago, but to this day, Colossians chapter three, verses 12, uh, 12 through 17, I want to say is where I go when I feel this feeling of overwhelm. And I'm just going to read just a few verses because do it. This is, hey, it is what it is. Um, (laughs) Colossians 3.12 says, Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another, and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. But above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection. And then he goes on, talks about letting the peace of God um, rule in your hearts to which you were called in one body and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another and psalms and hymns and spiritual songs and singing with grace in your hearts. And then verse 17, and whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. And I read that passage which I was very familiar with. And I was reminded for me that one another is my family. Mm. 
that's my one another. I'm, I was good at it, Heather. I could, I could put on the love and the joy and all the things when I was in ministry and in the classroom and in all my circles and everywhere that I functioned. But the Lord said, here's your one another. And I want you to serve them with tender mercies and kindness and humility and meekness and all those things. But here's the kicker. In this passage in Colossians chapter three, this is chapter three. Yeah. Paul spends the first two chapters talking about the preeminence of Christ and everything Christ has done. So all these things that I'm supposed to put on, I don't have to bring them of my, it's not in and of myself. Right, right, right. In light of who Christ is, in light of what he has done. Listen, set your mind, that's verse one, set your mind on things above. And then he goes on to say, put these things on, put it mm -hmm. on. And, and for me, if you tell me to put something on, that presupposes that it wasn't on. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. I wasn't wearing yeah. it. Oof, um, yeah. And even when setting your mind, that means it wasn't already there. So I can't rely on the things that were already there. This has to be an intentional putting on. And once it's on, you need to keep it on sort of a thing. But that's the passage I went to. And I was just praying over myself, praying over my children, praying over my husband, just our home. And that Lord help me to treat my family as the one another, the way we're to, to treat each other. Hmm. they're right here. And so I took this passage and it was inside my uh, cabinets <laughs> in the kitchen because that's where I spent a lot of time in the kitchen. So when I opened that cabinet and I'm, I'm rolling my eyes, boom, I met with love, mercy, you know, all the yes. things. Yeah. Um, and I just put it in different places. And since then, and it's been several years, I can't say that I've done this perfectly. I have had still would have these seasons of times where it, it's hard, you know, and I'm like, whoo. Now we'll go back to, I said, this is my life-saving passage here for my mother, for motherhood. Lord, help me to put on tender mercies and kindness and humility, all that stuff. Because the verse that we love to quote is verse 17, whatever you do in word or deed, you know, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus. He's like, this is what you're doing. Do this in the name of, or the authority of, or in the power of Jesus. Here is your one another. Okay, y'all, maybe there's some standards for your family and how y'all eat that you do not want to compromise. Like you really value organic food, or maybe you want to be have a fair trade certified product or gluten-free or vegan. I want to introduce you to a great option that's going to make life easier for you as a mom. It's called Thrive Market. And what it is, it's a membership-based basically online grocery store. It's a market with their mission to make healthy living easier and affordable. Because here's the deal. These products are cheaper than you're going to find them in the store. And so that savings translates into paying for your very reasonable membership fee. If you want to check it out, you're even going to get a free gift. What I've been loving is, you know, we have a new puppy and <laughs> I want to get them really delicious, healthy, without all the junk in it treats. And I don't want to have to go to another store to get that stuff. So I've been using Thrive Market. I can pick out some yummy treats for Charlie and not have the extra trip and save money, which is fantastic. And it's really good for the planet too. If you order $49 or more, it's shipped for free and delivered with carbon neutral shipping from their zero waste warehouses. Go to thrivemarket.com slash DMA. If you join today, you're going to get a free gift, like I mentioned, of your choosing up to $24 in value. That's T-H-R-I-V-E, thrivemarket.com slash DMA. Start your risk-free membership. Get a free gift today 
thrivemarket.com slash DMA. I'm going to get the facial scrub, y'all. I'm with my gift. That's what I'm picking. All right, back to the show. And I just, listen, I was in this here recently because life. Yeah. (laughs) Let's update. Let's update the people. I mean, this is, you talk about, you know, leaving work, choosing to stay home and that being a challenge. And now here we are 10 years later. And what choice have you had to make? <laughs> now I'm back in the classroom. Yeah. So I have returned back and I really feel that the Lord has led me here. Um, and I'm excited to be back and I love being back. And the beauty of it is that my kids love it. Like yeah. they cheered me on. They were so excited. Um, it was just a wonderful three days of celebration. And, <laughs> and you know, you got to do it. <laughs> Yay, mom. We're so happy for you. Now yeah. what? Wait, you can't be fully present every second for me? Right. I'm like, listen. (laughs) And so it's been a true learning curve because now I see myself, I I actually see myself exhibiting these characteristics to other folks' kids. Mm. (laughs) I am all the way in, just like, I'm just so patient and I'm correcting them in love and making sure they feel affirmed even when they make a mistake and all the things. And then, you know, we're, we're in the virtual setting. So once I shut that computer down, I open this door. I'm like, you mean these socks are still on the floor? It's like, it, it, I literally shut the door and go into a different mental yeah. space. And I'm like, Kelly, yep. it, it's just so loud right now. Like you just treated 27 other children differently than what just happened here. Mm. Um, and just uh, the way that I would even talk to my coworkers or my boss and I'm having to be mindful of how careful I am because you know, how you got to speak with love, even when you don't agree and then make sure you use that same consideration with your husband. Like right. I'm, it's just okay. in my face right now, but yeah. I'm full time and it's a whole new world. The kids are older. Like how old are they now? So right now my oldest Kenneth, he is 13. Okay. Uh, he's going to be, we're going into the birthday season. So yes, anyway. yes, yes, I get that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that feels, uh, Cameron is 12. Kennedy is 10. Kylan is nine and Chloe is eight. So your very youngest is eight. Your oldest yeah. is almost 14. So they're, they're able to do a lot more yes. for themselves. Yes. And it's a wonderful place <laughs> to be. <laughs> oh, y'all want to eat dinner? Oh, ask, ask this one. <laughs> you. Yeah. You can make it. Yes. I mean, but it's this transition of it's a necessity because you're not going to college or going to go live with them. Hopefully one day, like it's a necessity that they are not dependent on us fully and they are recognized that they're capable, but they're growing pains. They're growing pains. Mm, Have you all been experiencing that? Yeah. Cause you know what, as they get older, they start having their own opinions and (laughs) They differ. Oh, your kids do. Mine don't. Mine are so easy. They get along all the time. They love each other. All the time, right? Oh, So these opinions Mm -hmm. are just, ah. (laughs) Yes, yes. And and they no longer like the same things. Like when they're little, the beauty of them all being little is that we all watch PBS or, you know, we all agree on this. I'm nodding so, yes. Mm -hmm. You know, I have an eight-year-old girl and a 14, nearly 14-year-old boy we're not all watch, you know, and it, that, Sister, that's there. We, we had it's our eight year old the other day go, can we not watch a kid's show, please? <laughs> like Parks and Rec is not a kid's show. <laughs> like you poor thing. You poor thing. I know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, I feel it. But I'm kind of ready to move on with the 14 year old. I'm kind of like, you know, 
Let's carry it on. We've done the kids stuff long enough. But yes, uh Yes. it's real. The struggle is real. All of that. Because you are moving one out and one's still in the little years, that's tricky. And then how do they deal? Like, so you're virtual. Are they all virtual too? They were for a little bit. And that was an interesting situation. (laughs) But (laughs) now they're back to being in person. Okay. Um, Does that make it easier or harder? uh, For them to be away has just been... I'm thankful. (laughs) (laughs) I am. Listen, I'm an educator and and I I tell people, I'm like, I'm not going to say that I cannot educate my own kids. What I am going to say is that I've watched them thrive with other people educating them. Yep. 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 I have homeschooled and I have done distance learning and I have done where you send them off. And I, I am such a fan of, the extra voices in my kids' lives. Yes. I'm, I'm a fan of other, especially we have, we're there at a Christian school, other believers saying similar things to what we're saying, other adults expecting them to be responsible and communicating truth. I mean, I'm, I'm a fan of that. I've just, it was hard to be the sole voice for a little while. So I yeah. fully agree. We, we're fortunate um, to be able to have this opportunity for our kids to be in private school as well, private Christian school. And I, I fully agree. And I watched them come home. Like last year was their first year uh, in Christian school. And um, I watched their biblical worldview. I watched it expand like right before my very eyes. And it was, it was neat. Now, my whole thing is educate the kids how you want to. We've done homeschool. We've yeah. done public. We've done yeah. private. We've done charter. So it's not a, you must do it this nope, way. A hundred percent. Yeah. You know, it's like, do what you need to do for your family in the season and make that choice and run with it. But I, I'm, I'm like you in that I am thankful for just the other voices saying the same thing and just affirming this is God's word. This is God's way. And I'm thankful even when, um, when they were in public school as well, I would pray over their teachers like, Lord, this person has my child all day. And, and just to watch them thrive wherever they are. And there's a different growth. Even if they're not hearing the same things at home, there's a different growth. Yes. Owning those things for themselves. I think that. Absolutely. You have a chance to be. for that too. 100%, yes. hundred percent. Shaped and all the things. But I can tell you right now while I'm sitting in my <laughs> home and they're sitting under the roof of their school, I am thankful. <laughs> So when you're done for the day, are you done or do you have to keep doing some work? Like, how do you manage? Oh, you know, yeah. The great, do you have grading or planning or things that you have to do? I do. And I have not done well with this. I have not. It has been hard for me to stop. I would just keep going and going and going. And then finally, just four days ago, um, I was in our attending together group that we have. And when we set goals for the month, and one thing we do is, you know, what's something to start, something to stop, something to continue. And I just said, something to start for me is I need a hard stop. Mm -hmm. I need to say at this time, I'm going to stop. So this particular week, I set a time as just my hard stop. And it has revolutionized our evenings. Yeah. You know, just like, this is a cutoff because at the end of the day, if I drop dead tomorrow, my school will hire another teacher. Right. Like right. I'm really, I'm giving my whole life, but I want to give myself to my family as well. And just the temperature of our home has just changed. And I'm like, I actually enjoy the people and we do homework without me like, you know? <laughs> so, but the first, the first three weeks of it, I, I was not doing this very well at all. I remember even praying, I was like, Lord, I don't think I'm stewarding my time so well. Like that was my sanctified way of saying, yeah, I'm overworking. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm overworking. And just this week, it's just been just stop, you know, do what you do with your time, do it well, use your time well, and stop. So I think it's good advice again for the achiever. Maybe this is the episode for the achiever. It just might be. There's (laughs) always more to do and the value comes from the production and that kind of thing. And so I want to hear the tending group. Is that what you just called it? What's it? Tending together. Yes. Together. Tell me about that. So it is a group of us. I'm going to shout out Shonda Stegall. We, I don't even know how many of us are in this group, maybe 15. I don't know. I could be wrong on my number, but ladies, we get together virtually once a month. We set goals for the month. We look in God's word as it relates to how we're living and just, and we hold each other accountable. So going next, going into next month, the first thing we're going to ask is, you know, did you stop doing this? Did you start doing that? Did you continue? So there's this accountability piece with sisters and in Christ. And it's just a beautiful, we just call it tending together. Like we're working toward our goals as sisters in Christ coming alongside each other. And it is just, I love it. Once a month we get together. Wow. So Wow. I love that. Y'all. And I knew that that actually, I was just like, you know what? They're going to ask me if I stop working at my stop time. So I better do it. You know, it was one of those things. It was a little, my, my motives weren't the purest, but I'm glad. That's okay. That's okay. (laughs) It has helped. That's that's what accountability does. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Set new habits. And especially in these transition times, like going into fall, I feel like we're setting habits unintentionally sometimes. And so to have that accountability is huge. I love so much Kelly's tending group and the start, stop, keep doing list. I brought it to a group of my friends and I just think it's a great way to keep each other accountable. And maybe you've had on in your mind for a long time the fact that you want to start seeing a counselor or getting counseling. Well, let me introduce you to one of this week's sponsors. I'm so thrilled to get to partner with them because I feel like it answers the, you know, what do I do for moms who are really needing outside help, but they maybe don't want to admit it or they don't know what to do next. They don't know where to go. With BetterHelp, they're going to assess your needs and they're going to match you with a professional counselor. This isn't a crisis line. This isn't self-help. This is a professional counselor securely online that will message with you in less than 48 hours. You're going to connect with them. You can pick a weekly time to chat or you can figure out how this works best for you. But I love that it removes some of the barrier barriers to entry for moms. I know the barriers that I had when I knew I needed counseling, but I didn't know how to do it. I was so thankful for friends who said, you know, hey, I've I've gone to a counselor. I have a phone number for you. And so I want to be that person for you and connect you with better help and give you a discount. So as a Don't Mom Alone listener, you're going to get 10% off your first month over at BetterHelp. It's H-E-L-P, help.com forward slash D-M-A for Don't Mom Alone. So go to betterhelp.com slash D-M-A and you're going to get 10% off your first month. I want to help you so that you can be the best mom you can to your kids. Okay, so have you struggled with the joy piece in this transition? How how have you had to re-reconcile with that concept of that you talked about from Colossians? Like you kind of mentioned it that you're seeing you're treating your kids online different from your kids, but mm-hmm. Have you sorted that out or you're just still 
working through it. It's just the beauty of a day by day, moment by moment. <laughs> but, but you know, when you put the word of God in front of you and you know, hey, here's what it is. I love just how gracious the Lord is and how merciful he is that even when we fall short, he's just like, all right, new mercies <laughs> that are for you. But I am conscious of making it a choice to steward this season well. And that's just what my prayer has been. And so in doing so, that means in the moment, I, I give the Lord permission to interrupt me and say, mm -mm, you're wrong. Uh, stop. Why are you talking to them like that? Quit. And I've had a lot of those moments. So course correcting, like in the moment. So, and I tell people all the time, cause I don't want anyone to think, okay, I have my quiet time in the morning and then there's <laughs> the angels and the songs and I float out into the day. Nah, usually when those, those good quiet times and I'm going to walk right into a child like yesterday, yes. smacking his brother with a hot dog. Yes. You know, right after my <laughs> not kidding. We can, we can all picture it. We can all you know, picture it. Cause it's happening in our kitchen too, or wherever. And I'm like, in the did you, room. yeah, you just slapped him with a hot dog. So the little brother's crying. And I'm like, I, and I said, I need to go back. I removed myself from that situation. I need to talk to Jesus one more minute before yeah. I handle you. Yeah. <laughs> or they're going to be coming after me. Um, yeah. But yes, just giving the Lord permission to interrupt your day mm. and then yielding to him when he does. You yeah. know, this, hey, I messed up. And in those moments, even when I have to course correct, calling it out, even to my kids. Yo, I was wrong. You know, I got loud. I was frustrated. We yeah. started off the morning. You know, we've had those mornings where I'm like, oh, I dropped them off at school. And the last thing they heard me say was, you know, <laughs> another thing. Um, <laughs> and having to be, and have to come back and just say, okay, y'all, I was wrong. You yeah. know, so that course correcting, that, that's the thing. People like me need to be reminded of grace and be reminded of the fact that you don't have to be perfect, but also the beauty in yielding when God calls you on your stuff, like he will stop you if we were, if we're willing to listen and course correct. So that's what it's been. It's been transition is a nice way of saying we struggled for a bit, starting to find our footing. We're eating dinner again. You know, yeah. I remember to feed the people they have clothes. <laughs> so it was, you're keeping <laughs> up with five different grades, emails. That's going to be a lot, sister. It is. I'm like, just, just tell me for that, man. Yes. Ooh. That's a lot. Well, I think, yeah, that tenderness to the Holy Spirit's kind of tapping and, and a little nudge. There are seasons where I am more tender to that and seasons mm -hmm. where I'm like pretty far from it and I'm not really responding. And it takes, unfortunately, maybe a spouse's correction, which is a lot harder to take or a friend's Whoa. correction, which is like, I'd rather respond to the nudges. Mm -hmm. than, you know, embarrassing moments in front of people at a dinner party or something where you get off course. I'd rather the, I'd rather be available to those course corrections from yes. Jesus. Yeah. And I, I think about, there's something I just, I would say all the time. I'm like, be who you post to be like that person I post, oh, Wow. <laughs> be that person, like, mm. you know, live up to it, actually do the thing. So. Mm. Well, Kelly, I so appreciate you taking time and a very full life to chat with us such so many good words that you shared with us today and i know you have a ministry ministry and motherhood and you do live events are you still doing that in the midst of all this it's been a lot of zoom okay. <laughs> it's been a lot of you know online conferences but i still love connecting with moms okay yeah. so everybody will have the links in the show notes like always so if y'all want to connect with Kelly, just go to ministryandmothering.com. And then on Instagram, what is it, Kelly? Tell me. 
ministry and mothering. Look at that. (laughs) (laughs) They're the same. (laughs) And so if people, are you doing the events and people can join from anywhere? They don't have to be in Indianapolis if you do the Yes. Okay. Yes. And I've, I've, yeah. But when you go live, it'll be in Indianapolis. So if y'all are in the Midwest. We're just praying for that day. Yeah. Midwest Mm -hmm. folks. Mm -hmm. That's my hometown, y'all. So I'm a big fan of the Hoosiers. Hoosiers. Okay. Well, thank you, Kelly. (laughs) Bye. Thanks, y'all, for joining us. Make sure you check out Kelly's ministry. She's so fun, so high energy, so great. And I'm going to pray over us. Lord, thank you that we can't do it in our own strength. Thank you that we desire to be the best parents we can be, and yet we do get to the end of ourselves. I thank you that you are an ever-present help. I thank you that you are available. I pray for the mom listening who has a lot of frustration maybe today, a lot of places that she's not seeing joy, that you would reveal that to her, that you would open her eyes to see that the one another is in right in her home and direct her heart to that. Holy Spirit, we pray you would move in ways we can't imagine in the homes uh, represented by each person listening. Thank you that we get to partner with you in the ministry you are doing in our kids' lives, in our spouses' lives, in our families' lives, and around the world. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, I did want to remind you all, if you want to stay connected, you don't have to depend on the silly algorithms of social media and you want to make sure you're in the know with what's going on in the world of Don't Mom Alone, make sure you are getting the emails I send out once a week. Uh, If you want to sign up, go to Ola Heather, spelled with an H like Heather, H-O-L-A, OlaHeather.com. I've started adding in questions from listeners that I get on DMs and then I respond to them. They're typically parenting questions or resource questions, and I thought if that person's asking, well, then maybe a few other people might want to know too. So I've been sharing those questions. I always share that week's episode, and I share links to some of my favorite things lately and anything else going on. So go to olaheather.com to sign up for that. All right. I'll see y'all here next week for drumroll. I don't have a drumroll. Maybe Rachel can add a drumroll. A conversation with Max Lucado. Oh, my words, y'all. So good. Okay, have a great week. Adios. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Don't Mom Alone podcast. If you're wanting to connect with more people and more resources to help remind you that you're not alone, head over to don'tmomalone.com. That's where you'll also find show notes with any links mentioned by our guests. Most importantly, I want you to know the good news. The great news that you're not alone because God has promised to always be with you. With faith in Jesus Christ, the one who died for you and rose again, Jesus said when he left, he was going to leave a helper, a comforter to be with us. God in us. Moms, that's superpower. So while you're washing dishes at your kitchen sink, while you're driving to and from work, while you're feeding that baby late into the night, while you're cleaning sticky floors, God promises to be just as present with you as when you're worshiping in a church pew. As it says in Zephaniah 3.17, the Lord your God is with you. He is mighty to save. He takes great delight in you. He will quiet you with his love and he will rejoice over you with singing. Now that's good news. Have a great day.